the college football experience army black night season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of ED. Just go to getroman.com slash SGP to get $15 off your first month's treatment. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com. Promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, our app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The SGPN app gives you easy access to all of our picks, podcasts, and it's the ex- exclusive place to enter all of the contests, including our $1,000 NBA Finals free roll. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome, welcome to the college football experience, Army Black Knight season preview. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And I'm joined by my co host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Let me just cue in. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Let's get some Tech Mobile action going. I know the triple option's not in Tech Mobile. That was the one flaw of the game, Patty C. That was the one flaw. But look, next we're going to welcome in a guest, college football insider. This guy knows the college football game as good as any that I've that I've met. I mean, this guy is doing some awesome graphics. Uh, with with some helmets and schedules that you will s- eventually see on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He also does this from the bottom of his heart. He does this naturally, so you know he's a true college football insider, but he's a huge Army Black Knights fan. Give it up for my guy, Andrew Kopenau. How you doing, brother? Good. Thanks for letting me come on and talk some football. I mean, it's off season, but there's never a bad time to talk about college football. So exactly. excited to be here and get into Army. Exactly, man. And the black Knights, I mean, look, I grew up on the East coast. I remember, especially we grew up close to Navy, me and Patty C and uh, for a long time there, I feel like those, especially army was trash for, for a while. I mean, I know that I think under Bobby Ross, they had a little bit of success, but they, they had like some, some real decades of trash. Bob what? Sutton decent in the nineties, but yeah, late nineties yeah. to the, uh, obviously the two thousands were tough. Yeah. The two thousands were tough. So you, all of a sudden Jeff Munkin comes in from, from Georgia Southern done a great job. I mean, and especially when you consider their performances against the power five, I mean, last year 
They really should have beat. I thought they were going to beat West Virginia in the bowl game. I really thought they were going to beat West Virginia. They lose 24, 21. I know Cincinnati's not a power five, but I kind of consider them a power five. They fared decently against them. Then you go to that Michigan game just two years ago. Oh man. Did they, I felt like they should have won that one at Michigan, took them to overtime, took Oklahoma to overtime. I believe the season before that, um, b- before COVID hit last year, they were supposed to, to welcome Oklahoma to West point. And that would have been interesting to see round two of that. But Jeff Munkin just doing an unbelievable job with the black Knights. They were nine and three a season ago. They're only three losses. Like I mentioned, Cincinnati, West Virginia, and Tulane, Willie Fritz, my guy uh, pulling off the, uh, the upset there probably, but guys, what's your take on Jeff Munkin and how long, when, when will a power five school give this guy an opportunity? Uh, Andrew, I'll go to you first. What, what's your take on Jeff Munkin? And, and do you think he's there for the long haul and why aren't power fives going for him? So how long will Jeff Munkin be at army? Uh, it's tough to say. I feel like he could get the opportunity, but it comes down to, do you want the opportunity to start over somewhere else? Or do you feel like you can keep building at army for something stronger? If you look at his early tenure at army, they were winning two, three games, and then they go two to eight to 10 to 11 to five. And then back to nine last year. So I think he knows where he's going with it. And that's really the question. Cause I'm sure he's had conversations behind the scenes but then you have to decide, do you, do you go or do you stay? And I think he stays just because he kind of fits that army mold, army, Navy, air force, all those service academies. It takes a certain type of coach to win there. You can't just be a rah, rah guy. He's a really hard nosed guy. And I just think he fits that kind of mold and would stay there for a longer period of time than your normal coach. might. I hope so. I like seeing army relevant, but I, I, I thought I read it. I have to double check this. I probably should have done the homework before I came in here on this, but uh, I thought Kansas interviewed him too. I think Kansas interviewed Illinois was had him high. I think he was the number two behind Bielema for Illinois, but you got to wonder, maybe he doesn't want, I mean, I, I don't know if he's, if he's content on staying in West point or not, but regardless, I would think even if he bounced somewhere, if army was smart, you just grab one of his coordinators because I think this, it's almost like when Paul Johnson left, they grabbed Niamatololo and they've been for the most part, I understand last year was a disaster, but Navy's been a good team for the most part over the past 12 or 13 years. However long Neapolo has been there. Uh, Neapolo, Neapolo. That's a, a new one, by the way, right? Um, Niamatololo. Yes. Neapolo, man. Well, it's to, a new candy bar. That's right. You try that ne- Neapolo. Uh, <laughs> look, Munkin uh, going into his ninth year or eighth year, I should say here. So he's creeping up on uh, Bob Sutton's nine year run that he did in the nineties with army. So he's becoming one of the more longer tenured uh, army coaches. So there is something to what Andrew's saying there where, you know, I mean, you look at the high and tight haircut. That's a granite face that's made for (laughs) army. I kind of agree. I don't want him to leave. I like he he and Niamatololo and Troy Calhoun and army. What we saw Paul Johnson dip out the Georgia tech. Niamatololo was about to go to Arizona before Khalil Tate tweets out that he's not going to go there and Arizona being the cowards that they are. Yeah. Say, Oh, well, let's not hire Nathan Montalolo. Let's cater to a player right? who's going to be here for uh, one more year. I, I mean, look, Kalote was solid, but it's not like, it's not like this guy was uh, Tommy Frazier or something or, or Tim Tebow or something, but I mean, like, come on. Um, so here we are looking at this team and what's coming back. Now I'll always say this. And I always tell Patty, see this every off season that traditionally returning starters is a big deal for me. I think everyone would tell anyone that truly knows the sport, Phil Steele to whoever um, the ones, the, the three schools that probably it doesn't apply to as much are, are the service academies because 
they're normally going to be upperclassmen that are going to fill those shoes. And they've been a part of the program for a while. So you look at this offense and only five returning starters. Now I, I will say this running back Tyrell Robinson, I believe that's the one that was, yeah, he's a beast. Unbelievably over impressive seven yards of carry as a freshman last year. So there's, there's one case where they, they went with the underclassmen and this guy was an animal last year. Um, and defensively the, the, they return a lot. Now the O line on the offense, I, I should have uh, prefaced that, but they only return one starter on the O line. Now the defense, which was the nu- number one, uh, total defense in the nation last year, Patty C and also number two uh, scoring impressive. That is what is Jeff Munkin doing in, 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 in good old uh, West point, because something's happening there. But uh, what do you, what's your pulse on this team right now? What do you think? The, I mean, the quarterback play, you're in the triple option. I feel like you can just plug and play what Patty C. What do you think? You think just to just, uh, is there a big difference in, in quarterback play from year to year? If you, if you just plug in somebody in this, in this offense, I do think there is a quarterback is the one position in the triple option that I think makes a significant difference. Really? I do. I do. Andrew, what do you think on that? Yeah. I mean, if you look at what they did last year, they played six quarterbacks. Like I don't care what level you're at. If you're playing six quarterbacks, you've got, you don't have one. So that's what they really, and even the guy that, was the most explosive player there last year. wasn't really a quarterback. They moved him over from slot back. And that was part of the reason that their offense wasn't as explosive because he was more of a, I'm going to do it myself kind of guy. So even though they had Terrell Robinson, he never, he didn't get the ball enough, even though he averaged seven yards a carry. Yeah. They, so that's really where they need to kind of zone in on one guy. And they didn't even, they didn't, they hardly threw the ball last year. I mean, they don't throw enough as it is. But like I think Tyler was two of four for the whole season. So <laughs> you really need some kind of I mean, if you look at when Navy was really good and when Army's been good, it's having that quarterback more than one season. That's a good point. When when they had who was it? It was Keenan Reynolds. Yeah. It was just when they were really on fire uh at Navy. Uh the de- the defense, there's talk that this defense might even be better than last year's defense, which was pretty unbelievable. Now I know you can you can say Last year, the, the the so many variances between teams and their schedules. You know, uh, Big Twelve played at a conference. I mean, the, the the Big Ten played like four games, five games, depending on the team. Washington State, I think, played three. So, I mean, I guess when you look at those stats at the end of the year, it's kind of the one year you probably put an asterisk next to it because it's just like, what does that really mean if you've played that many games? But the defense should be really good, and I think the real question is the defensive line, which has three seniors on the on this D line. But uh, once again, they they go with the three three five package, and what what was the guy's name that went to North Carolina? Is it Bateman, Jay Bateman, that I think their old DC that went to North Carolina. I thought their defense was going to take a huge hit, but this defense could be really good. I think the D line's what's got to step up and play better here. Now you look at this win total in Vegas; they have it at eight. That's pretty. That's pretty stiff. Let's put it like this: they have Air Force at six and a half. Calhoun does a great job with Air Force year in year out for the most part. Uh, they're projecting eight. Now, maybe that's because army has this independent schedule, but we're going to go th- game by game uh, projecting the Knights wins where we have, where each one of us have them in a minute here. But at first I want to tell you guys that the college football experience army preview is brought to you by WinBet. Yes. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games, generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. 
Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk-free sports, but you could throw $500 down on the army black Knights, guys on the over the under. If you listen to our next segment and you're probably going to win, all right? Terms and conditions do apply though. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Also want to tell you, we're brought to you by Coors Light. Yes. The silver bullet. All right. Do you ever feel like you're always on Patty C? I do. Well, what, well, when you're picking winners on the college football experience, you are always on, oh. brother, right? Uh, what do you do when when you need a moment to chill, though? Besides, get your ass whooping Tech Mobile. What do you do? What do you do, Patsy? I, I, I chug one down. Yes, yes. Coors so, Light. Let's clarify that, here. Yes, silver bullet, baby. All right. How do you like to hit that reset button to get ready for what's next? Because these days everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and really an expectation to be on twenty four seven these days. Sometimes you just gotta hit. You gotta hit that reset button and turn off everything. Right. That's when I reach for a Coors Light, Patty C. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. How cool is that? All right. That way you will know what time it is when it's time to chill. Uh, Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. I'm being dead serious, right? I'm drinking a Coors Light as I say this. So when you want to hit that reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. All right. I got one more ad. I'm going to read here for you. Prop swap. The college football experience is brought to you by prop swap. We're brought to you by prop swap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on the NBA championship and Stanley cup futures. When you buy directly from other sports bettors like yourself, see a ticket you like, but think the price is perhaps too high. Well, submit a bid for a price that you think is fair. Then buy it. Prop swap is making it easy to profit these playoffs by trading in and out teams as the, as the postseason progresses, uh, every ticket purchased on prop swap can be resold at any time. Patty C. So look, look, perfect example. Last week, a prop swap customer purchased a Montreal Canadian Stanley cup future for $45 when the team was down three, one against the Maple Leafs. A few days later, he flipped it for 600 with prop swap. Your bet doesn't need to win in order for you to make money. It just needs to improve. Basically think stock market, but for sports betting, Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Go to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Actually, speaking of apps, I want to tell you guys, I'm, I'm going to just plug one more thing. All right? I plug swear to God, I'm not going to do 30, 30 commercials. All right? The SGPN sports gambling podcast. Yes. This company, we have a brand new app out the SGPN app. It's now live in the app store and the Google play store. This app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. It's pretty awesome. Uh, plus the app is, is an exclusive way to enter all of our SGPN contests, including our SGPN thousand uh, dollar NBA finals free roll. We're giving so you, away a thousand dollars. You download the app for free and then you potentially get money for free. Yes. And you're also going to get yeah, for all of our contests. We do college football, college, whatever a, a NFL, whatever. Boom. You're going to get all of that. Cause we give away money all the time on the, on the sports gambling podcast network. And you'll also get notifications for every time a, a, one of our episodes drops whether it's college experience, whether it's whatever. And you can, even if you don't want the notifications, you can turn that off. It's amazing what you can do in these apps, Patty C. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGP app today, guys. Uh, SGPN, I should say SGPN app, not SGP SGPN. So, there you go. all right, we're back talking army black Knight football. I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm re- dude. It's June and I'm ready to watch some triple option football. All right. I'm ready to get into the mix here. So let's, DraftKings win totals at eight, eight games. What are we thinking here? 
Saturday, September 4th. This is, this is a tricky one. I'm going to say, cause I like what Sean Elliott is doing. Is it Sean Elliott? I think Sean Elliott at Georgia state, the former uh, Sean, Sean Clark is at app state. Let me pull that up. Sean Elliott, the coach of Georgia State, used to be at South Carolina, I believe, and he played at App State, if memory serves me correct. Man, you're deeper into it than I am. So, week one, Saturday, September 4th, at Georgia State, the Panthers. Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott. Yeah, well, I keep thinking of the Spurs forward, so I'm like, am I naming the right Sean Elliott, or I'm all fucked up, man, right? I got too many names in in the database. That's right. Database is getting uh, clogged (laughs) up in there. But uh, at Georgia State, the Panthers in Atlanta, and one of our guys in in Slack, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Slack channel, did a great uh, synopsis of how you could hit three games in Atlanta on on opening college football Saturday, you can essentially go to that uh, Bama Miami game, mm-hmm. uh, Northern Illinois Georgia Tech, and Army at Georgia State, all within the same day because the time the times are different on all three kicks. So if you're a college football junkie, food for thought. But twenty four hours yes. of glory. Yes, but here we are, Andrew. Army at Georgia State. Where are you going, pal? It's a tough game because, like you said, Georgia State's really coming on the last couple of years. Yeah, Man, I mean, that's <laughs> a hard first game to pick. It, it is, but I'd say that the benefit. Something about Munkin, I just feel like they're going to find a way to sneak that game out somehow. I don't know how they're going to do it. It'll probably be close. It'll probably come down to the fourth quarter, but I just somehow. Just... Yeah, yeah. And that first game, the 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 downside of it for Georgia State is that, or, or I said the downside of it for Army is that Georgia State gets a month, you know, to pretty much prep for a triple option. Yeah, that normally bodes much better for the team playing against it. I, I'm actually going to gonna kind of call for an upset. I'm going to say Georgia state gets the upset. I'm sorry. Don't I, I still love America. Don't, <laughs> don't kill me here, but Georgia state's been a team. This team won at Tennessee two years ago last year. They somehow beat East Carolina, which we know is probably the best team in the nation last year. Patty C, right? Um, <laughs> uh, where, where are you going? You're taking, you're taking the black Knights, Patty C? The black Knights. Come on, Andrew, straighten this guy out for me. What the <laughs> heck is this guy talking about? All right, he well, just wanted to pick the first one against me so we could have something to argue about. Yeah. <laughs> He's an antagonist. Well, dude, I, my logic is simple though. You get a month to prepare for the triple option. I traditionally fade a, a good football team. Like if you're if Georgia state's a, a solid football team, Yeah, you're getting a month to, to, to prep for the triple option. Right. I just think that that's a huge advantage. All right. Well, the thing about the triple option is it's not, you know, what's coming, you know, Whereas like a more balanced system, you know, you don't know what's coming. The, 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 the feature of the offense is not its unpredictability. That is definitely not the feature of the triple option. The feature is the discipline that it requires to stop it. You know, what's coming. You got to stop it. But if you have all summer to prepare for it, you're much more likely to be able to stop it. Whereas if you have a short week, then you're up shit's Creek. So yeah. Yeah. I think Georgia state is in a good spot. That said army is just a better football team. And so I am with Andrew and we both say, fuck you, Colby. Wow. I love it. Okay. Saturday, September 11th, they're hosting uh, the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. And I don't know if you've seen the the transfer portal. They basically like inherited the Houston Baptist offense from Bailey's app to uh, their two stud wideouts that were getting like a hundred catches a season. Um, the West Western Kentucky is kind of a weird team. Clay Helton's brother coaches them. And uh, I, I feel like they're probably better than what their record projects, but I'm taking army in this one, Andrew. Yeah, I'm with army too. I think Western Kentucky is in that spot where they're trying to 
find out what kind of team they are. You can have all the greatest transfers in the world, but you still have that delay of when it's going to be at that point. And now you only get a week to deal with Army. That's not much fun is for your defensive line. It, so yeah, I'm probably sitting army there too. And it's September 11th, man. So you know these army people are going to be jacked. Yeah, we're going to get this win. We're going to get this win. America's going to get this win. I can't go against army on September 11th. Are you kidding me? You better not. Who you taking? You're on American son of a bitch. <laughs> um, they got to go black knights here. Come on. So you got him two and oh, Andrew's got him two and oh, I got him at one and one. And then they host Randy Edsel in the Yukon Huskies, which I made a point for this. I, I have an article dropping Monday where I rank all 130 college football coaches. Edsel in his first run at Yukon struggled the first three years. And then year four had a, had a six and six season. And then year five, things really started to go. Uh, well, this is year four. Essentially he struggled the first three. Well, they didn't, they, he didn't struggle in his third season because they didn't play. And those cowards, the New York Times said that they were the uh, the team that deserved the national championship, right? What a what a crack of shit. Anyway, uh, uh, here Agreed, we are. Completely. Yes, here we are. Though, any chance the Yukon Huskies get that get that dub and come in here, or where are we going, Patty C? Uh, let's have you go first, Patty C. All right, Yukon. Uh, look, I can't believe this team has improved just yet. <laughs> I do know that, like you say, and um, I'm just drawing a blank. Edsel, Ed, Randy Edsel. Edsel yeah. is uh, as much of a disciplinarian style as any coach in all of football, in my opinion, you know, I obviously Munkin probably uh, of the similar ilk, but Munkin is at least likable. I think he's got a good relationship <laughs> with his players. You know, I think Edsel has a kind of like adversarial relationship with his players. And in fact, I've seen his conduct on the sideline at Maryland. He's like, he comes across as this super nice, like, you know, soft-spoken guy, but on the sideline, he is well, an asshole. I mean, Brian Kelly is notorious for that, right? Right. But Brian Kelly, I don't <laughs> think is trying to paint the, uh, maybe a little bit trying to paint the picture <laughs> as this like really pro- professional, nice guy. So it, I it, want my coach to tell me to go fuck myself. If I make a dumb play, I don't know about you. Well, he definitely right? does that. There's no shortage of that going on for Randy Edsel, <laughs> but um, I, I would be curious to see if you got to turn around. Obviously got them to uh New Year's six game, or I guess a BCS game. Dude, they beat Notre Dame one that, of those years too. Yeah. And, they, and they got to a BCS they game, lost NFL to Oklahoma. Orlovsky, who is the running back Donald? Uh, or Oh yeah. He played on the Colts. Donald Brown, yeah. Donald Brown. Yeah. So I think uh, Edsel, I mean, he did a decent job at Maryland too. So I don't think that, uh, you know, but they're just not there yet. And I think if memory serves me correct, I believe UConn extended them during that uh, great season they had last year, that national championship quality, quality season they had last year. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Black Knights. Army's going to whip their ass. Uh, Andrew, where are you going on this? Yeah, it's going to be tough for UConn because people may not realize, but UConn also plays August 28th this year, so they're going to play three games before they play Army. So they're going to play Fresno. Holy cross. If you watch the FCS playoffs, Holy cross is not a walkover. And then they're going to play Purdue before they even get to army. So yeah, I'm probably rolling with army. That that's a good point though, that they might be more battle tested. Yeah, they, they might, you, but you're, still. Uh, you're, you're suggesting that that might be a, a, a negative for UConn, but Colby and I typically think that teams that play that week zero game, get a little more time to work out the kinks. So but at the same time, you, you still only have four, three or four practices before a triple option team. It's yeah. just going from Purdue that spreads it out all over the field to, to playing a triple option. Good luck. And you're working off like a year or two years of rust here. So, so you guys got him at three and oh, I got him at two and one. They then welcome in Chuck Martin, former Notre Dame OC and the Miami Redhawks head coach. Who's actually done a decent job after, you know, it's funny. He was on the hot seat. 
after a, a few tough years. And now he's done a, a decent job really the past two years with the Red Hawks. The Red Hawks aren't going to be able to get ready for a triple option team. I, uh, in my opinion, Army's going to win this one big. All right. Give me even by two scores against the Red Hawks. Where are you going, Patty C? Uh, Miami two and one last year. They beat uh, Ball State last year. No, they're solid. They, in the year before, they, they won the MAC. Yeah. So uh, like Chuck Martin's turned them into a solid, a solid, uh, you know, Mac school. But I, I just think they're kind of like uh, these traditional Mac schools get fucked up by these triple option teams because they, they they normally traditionally have bad run defenses, short of Buffalo. Uh, and I just think this is a and coming I into West Point. I think we may see a good game here. Really, really, Andrew, where are you going on this? Yeah, this is a tough one because Miami's really coming on the last couple of years in the Mac, like you talked about. But you only get a week to deal with the option. So that's obviously that's going to be their biggest fall. If it was at Miami, I probably would put more stock into Miami pulling that. But with it being at Army, oh, Mikey Stadium. Yes, I'm all over. I'm all over Army. Patty C, you got to make a pick. You said close game. Who the fuck you taking? Well, let me ask you this: What is uh, what is Miami doing stylistically? You should be you should be a politician, right? With with your yeah pro Pro style style pro style. Okay, well. Again, I mean, they beat Ball State last year. They handed Jack when they took a terrible loss at Buffalo. So that was their trip to uh, upstate New York last year. I think maybe they have a little hard time in upstate New York again this year. Give me the Black Knights. Uh, yeah, and I love it because. Uh, uh, so, he, uh, he, I got one thing. What's what do you that? Got for say us? that. I'll say, I also point out back, they played back in 2018 at Army and it went to double overtime. Army won 31 30. So mm, mm, making me think even harder about this mind. one, <laughs> but Miami, Patty C's making this case because Miami, Ohio beat ball state and every longtime listener of the college experience knows Patty C is a huge ball state fan. He, he only has a few teams. All right. Virginia is his team. And, and strangely Virginia tech too, which is just <laughs> Makes me want to vomit when I think about that. I got, but I grew up with in uh, a Virginia fan, and then I had friends go to Virginia Tech, so I got a root for both. Uh, you must have lost your virginity at Virginia Tech. That's the only thing I could think of. But uh, gotten some fights. Th- th- <laughs> then you're kind of a, a, a Army fan, right? And yeah. I feel like you're a Ball State fan because you keep hitting winners on Ball State when you know. Oh, seven and one and MAC champions <laughs> last year. They are my guys, but. Uh, yeah. The only loss they took was to these Red Hawks. So, uh, so you out. got them undefeated now at, at four and oh, come on, let's, let's, let's put some, let's step this up a little bit here. Black Hawks versus red Knights. The color black is a little more intimidating. There's my analysis. There you go. Qu- quoting Wesley Snipes and passenger 57 always bet on black. All right. <laughs> All right. Then October 2nd at ball state. Now this is tricky because Mike new squad, I was really impressed with their physicality, man. They had this bruising f- running back. I'm, tr- I'm struggling to remember. His- I think it was Huntley. Cause remember we thought it might've been Huntley. Yeah. Caleb Huntley. Uh, this dude was, this dude was a beast. Just a remind me of like Jerome Bettis or Bam Morris or something. Just painful to tackle. And you don't see that every day any- anymore in Ironhead Hayward style. But uh, this is a tricky game. And this is the one I will say, well, they, this is a back-to-back stretch. Well, they do get a bye week in between. So I guess it's not a true back-to-back stretch at ball state. Do they lose to the Cardinals? Patty C you're answering first because that is your team. You going with your boy, Mike new 
No, I'm not. I'm going Army again. Wow, dude, you got Army with a, you got him in the national championship. I, I think Army. <laughs> I think Munkin has turned this okay. program into a beast. Andrew, where are you going in this one? If they would have played last year, I would have taken Ball State because they had a senior quarterback, senior running back, senior receiver, and three seniors on the offensive line. All those guys have left. They had a lot of seniors on defense, so I'm not sure where Ball State is really at. And I know no matter what army puts out there, you know what you're getting, you're probably getting 250 plus yards on the ground every game. So I just feel like army is going to win that game because they know they have the bye week right after that too, even though they're going on the road. Yeah. You know what? You sold me full. Attention. You sold me. I'm going black Knight. So I got them with only one loss to the Panthers of Georgia state. You guys got them. You guys got them cruising out to a five and oh start. Are they ranked by, by then? Uh, no, right. Teetering, teetering. Maybe, yeah. maybe they cracked the uh, number 25. Let me say this too. Now, do we say that running back is coming back for ball, uh, ball state no. or he's gone? No, he even missed the bowl game. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, I like, I, I'm not a ball state uh, expert just yet. So I got to <laughs> bone up on my ball state, but I will say this. If they are indeed a running attack armies uh, to, to bring you back to Andrew's point about the quarterback, maybe throwing four passes last year, army actually averaged only six passing attempts per game, completing less <laughs> than three a game, but they also averaged 59.7 rushing attempts. Per I game. love it. So I love it. it. Sign me up. If they're facing a, a strong <laughs> rushing team, I feel like they'll get prepared and practice for that. Uh, I think they're, they're kind of uh, I think if anything, ball state kind of a little bit of both balance. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but we got them. You guys got them five and zero. Oh. I got them uh, four and one. And this is the big one. They get a bye week before this, which you gotta like. Two weeks to prep for traveling to Madison, Wisconsin, to take on the Badgers. Patty C's already calling for this one to be potentially closer than expected. The Lee Corso quote: "What are you doing here? This is a loss, right? You're going lost." Well, I picked it as my upset on the week. Uh, what six yeah. uh, college football experience episode? But if I'm putting money on this, obviously I'm taking. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. Andrew, I know you're, are you, aren't you from Wisconsin? Is that? Yeah. I lived in Milwaukee for three years. So I'm been around the Got Wisconsin. It. Great, great drinking town thing. They're, they're no, yeah. Drinking and broads. That's usually the two big things. There we so, go. There we but, go. Um, so who are you taking? Wisconsin this? is notorious for failing in these spots. The problem is that when Army was able to hang with Michigan and Oklahoma. Those two teams just were trying to throw it up and down on the field. Whereas Wisconsin's going to say, Hey, we're going to put two tight ends, two rags, and we're just going to run it down your throat. It'll be, they will probably come in as three touchdown underdogs. So if it was betting on the money, I'd take Army all day. But since we're picking who's going to win the game, I just don't see how they can go to Madison and beat Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm with you too. I mean, obviously I would take the points too, because of the, the, the fact that army can, can just drain that clock. But, um, well, that's an interesting take Andrew brings up too, is that, you know, and and it's almost curious because my last, uh, my ball state analysis was that, uh, playing against a run heavy team probably favors the army because they see it so much in practice since that's what their entire offense is based off of. But, uh, as we mentioned earlier, it's, I mean, may, I don't understand. Cause yeah, Michigan has thrown the ball on, on uh, around a little more with uh, what's his name? Gaddis, Josh Gattis, Gattis, and yeah. then obviously Lincoln Riley's a spread guy. 
So why were they able to hang in those games so closely? I don't know. You would figure like their defensive backfield wouldn't be ready for that kind of passing attack, but they've been, maybe it's just controlling the clock that, that allows them to keep those games close. And maybe those teams rely on getting momentum and breaking the game open. And so army negates that and kind of kills that like momentum. Um, But Wisconsin, we're worried about their size. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. And that's why I think Wisconsin rolls. All right. The the following week, they get another power five opponent, but coming up to West point, they get my guy, Dave Clawson and the wake forest demon Deacons. I do see an opportunity for an upset here. This is actually going to be a good game. Um, Give me the black Knights to get this done. Give me the black Knights and an upset special after, after Wisconsin, they take down wake and uh, I got them then at just two losses. What, what's Andrew, what do you, what are you going in this game? Yeah, this is interesting because Wake lost a lot of talent. Like, you know, they didn't have Jamie Newman last year and Sam Hartman. I'm trying to remember if he's was a junior last year or if he was a senior. Actually, no, he, no, no, because last year didn't he got to redshirt. He he is a rare case because he should have been a junior or senior based on what we know it as because we watched him for a few years there. But because Newman came in, I think in his third game or so he started like three or four games and played well as a freshman. He got the red shirt that year. Maintained so that he's actually, shirt. and then last year's eligibility didn't count. So he's actually a sophomore. It's really unbelievable. He almost should be like a freshman That's, still, right? Or, no, no, no. Cause he started multiple seasons. And this guy's the most considering he's a sophomore. He's probably started a, a really good amount of games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so Hartman's back. I do think this offense will be okay with Hartman back, but I, I just think it's a tough spot. To, to quickly prepare for a triple option. Now I will say Clawson did have wake Forest's defense playing solid on the, on the D line better than I thought they had a couple of players drafted. Um, I, I'm going army, Andrew, what, 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 I'm sorry. I think I cut you off. Where, where are you going on this? No, you're fine. Yeah. I just checked it. So Lake forest has a bye week right before the army game. So Ooh. that'll help them a little bit. Yeah. But you can't lose guys. I mean, they lost Sage threat. Who's who's their Basically, their number one receiver is gone. Kenneth Walker transferred to Miss to Michigan State. Their stud running back. Um, they yeah, and if you're at Wake Forest, you're not turning around bringing in five star recruits all the time. So you can't. I feel like they're at a, they're a school that can't afford to lose elite players like that, and you just can't recycle. Um, even though you get a week to prepare for the option, it's still the option. So I'm probably rolling. I'm probably taking Army there as long as they don't get beat up and hammered physically yeah. by Wisconsin. I'm gonna like Army on the road with that game. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you. You going Wake? I think Wake Wake is gonna. <laughs> they got a high-powered offense. They were going to uh, uh, score for score with no, uh, North Carolina last year. I think they just got a little too much firepower for Army to deal with. All right. Well, next up, they get in Jerry's world. They get the Air Force Falcons uh, Saturday, November sixth. Um, this one should be fun. This one should be fun. I, I wish it was on campus, but I understand that it's a one of these ones with the service academies where they kind of play everywhere. Um, Patty C I took, we did the air force pod already. I took air force to win this one in a, in a, in a very close. Yeah, we, one. we, we basically yeah. flipped a coin on this one. Well, I just figured it's closer to them geographically, even though you would think, I don't know Texas has so many people from the, from the army there. Um, this is a, a toss up game for me, but I just thought if air force, I have air force losing the Navy, I think they're going to get one of the two, one of the two. So give me air force to get this done. Andrew, where are you going on this one? Yeah, I mean, the last two times they played, it's been a four-point game and a three-point game. So you have you almost have two similar offenses. So it's every they know what each team is going to do. So it really just comes down to execution. <laughs> it's a tough one because I really like Air Force. 
Oh man, I'll take I'll take Air Force just on the fact that they have to travel less. Yeah, it's that, in Houston, that, so it's not as far up to travel for them. That that was my life. <laughs> but it's going to be so close, like you flip a coin. There we go, Patty C. You went Air Force on this too. I right? went Air Force. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. So then we we bounce down too. They play Bucknell. We're not gonna we're not gonna harp on this one long. They're gonna be they're beating Bucknell. Yeah. Bucknell's passing attack is horrible. Probably don't have to hang around and talk about UMass much either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on November 20th they play UMass. Do we even need to talk about this one, Andrew? Uh, you're on Army, right? Uh, UMass is my sleeper pick for national championship. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. The, the Minutemen. I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Uh, the, the real question is, will Army score 60 on UMass or will they pull the dogs? <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, look, I, I got them then at just with three losses. Uh, what was it? Georgia State, Wisconsin, and Air Force, right? You guys got them at, I believe, two, right? Well, Patty C's got them at three because you had Wake Forest beat them too, yep. right? Um, so Andrew's got him at two that, that now they're at Liberty. And this is a, this is a great game. Malik Willis star quarterback of Liberty, Hugh freeze, uh, great at strip clubs. And, and where, where are we going here? I'm going to take the flames though. Flames are going to be too much. That offense is too much, man. Malik Willis is going to give them a fit. Liberty's going to whip their ass. The only way Liberty doesn't, doesn't win this game to me is if Willis opts out for like, cause he's going to be, I, I've seen speculation. He could be a first round draft pick. Yeah. So uh, where are you going on this one, man? You any chance, Andrew, going with the with the Black Knights on the road to get an upset? Uh, well, it's tough because, like you said, Liberty offense is just so explosive. You can hold them down for a quarter, a quarter and a half, and then come turn around. They've got twenty one points on you really fast. The only way I see Army winning the game is if Liberty played like they did against NC State this past season. That's really the only blip they had. Everybody else, they were running up and down the field on them. So yeah, I'm probably. With it being at Liberty, probably taking Liberty. Yeah. And even with that NC State game, they were in position to win that, but got had their kick blocked. But I get your point. That said, Liberty's schedule was hot ass last season in large part. A couple uh <laughs> decent wins, obviously ACC Virginia Tech took an L by one point against NC State in a game they should have won. And then the win over Coastal Carolina in the bowl game was great. But aside from that, some pretty hot ass on that schedule. So, uh, and not in a good way. So yeah, I'm going to say, what do you mean? Right. I wonder if there's well, some two hot- you got to have hot ass. Yeah, that's there true. you go. That's true. That's, that's a guarantee right there. I like that. Uh, okay. And then let's get to the, the, the elephant in the room here, December 11th, uh, East Rutherford, New, uh, New Jersey against Navy. I am taking the black Knights. The black Knights are getting it done. I got the Black Knights winning this, and I think they're only going to have what? Uh, what is that? Because they do they play an extra game? I think they're at twelve. They're at twelve. So I got them yep. at uh, I got them at nine and three, right? Nine and three. That's a great year. Patty C, what do you have? Do you have them beating Navy? Uh, winners of three of the last four. I think Nia Matalolo is still getting it turned back around, going, getting in the right direction. He's not there yet. Give me the Black Knights for number four out of five. So you got them at nine and three as well. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Andrew, where are you going here? You have them, I believe at, do you have them at only two losses? Nine Wisconsin? And two, I yeah, believe no, 10 and two, 10, 10 and, two. and two. Wait, well, if he, if, if you're giving them the win against Navy, where are you going here? First off, this is, this is one of the games that I've always wanted to go to. I haven't been able to get to. If anybody has the chance to go to army Navy, it's probably, I've just heard it's the best rivalry. Obviously we know it's a great rivalry. Yeah. It's probably one of the better games to go to that. You're not, if you're not a fan of either team, 
So I'll just throw that out there if anybody wants to go to New Jersey. <laughs> there we go. There um, we go. Yeah. Just do the pod just straight from New Jersey, you know, just take everybody out there. Um, <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm probably in. taking Army. I was just Navy last year was had a rough season. You know, how fast can you turn it around? And Munkin just has the has the train really going in the right direction, and they were more on an uptrend. So, yeah, I'm just going to roll with the Black Knights last game of the season. There we go. So 10 and two from, from, from our friend, Andrew here. Let me say this real What's quick. What's that? Uh, first time they're playing in East Rutherford, the giant stadium since uh, 2002 trending up North, getting out of that Philadelphia area, favoring army a little bit geographically here. I like it. I like it. Um, so yeah, uh, Andrew's got him at 10 and two, me and Patty C got him at 93. All three would hit the over. So our play is to take the black Knights and the over eight wins. I think that Wake Forest game is the one that you you want to circle because that that is one or the Liberty game really that could if you're if you're betting this ticket you could be sweating you could yeah. be sweating in those games maybe that Georgia State That's game the, too those are the make or break games don't don't sleep on Ball State either yeah or 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 your Red Hawks but I think the play is based on history Munkin's a winner he's a proven winner he's going to get it done. Uh, look, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We're breaking down all 130 college football teams. Yes. All 130 college football teams. All right. We will have an episode for, for everyone, for ball state, for, you know, Hawaii, whatever it is, we will have an episode for that. That deserves a Ric Flair. Woo. Uh, I want to thank our guy here, Andrew, give him a follow on Twitter at, uh, we dogs 17. That's uh at W I dogs is in bulldogs D a W G S 17. He's going to be uh, doing some great stuff. I think with us too. Also with this, you got to check it out. I'll, I'll be sharing it on, on, on Twitter. Expert. Yes. He's yep. got some really cool shit going on with the schedules, the helmets, perhaps some other stuff in the works. I know he's a big college baseball fan. They got the, they got the tournament, the world series thing going on. Uh, so thank you for hopping on Andrew, man. We appreciate you. And uh, guys, make sure you give us a follow. All right. Make sure you give us a follow on the college football experience and the college basketball experience. Brand new feed. We talk both college football and college basketball year round. Me, Patty C, NC Nick. We handicap every single Division One game. Been doing it for over four years now. Me, Patty C, and NC Nick never had a losing season independently. Boom. And as a collective, obviously. Uh, we're also way over 500 on our lock. So make sure you subscribe. We give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports So do it, check it out. All right. Free money. All right. At one year in, you can say these idiots got lucky four years in. No, we know what the fuck we're talking about. We're going to make you money. Boom. And look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. We'd certainly appreciate it. If you do take a screenshot with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will send you a college experience t-shirt brand spanking new, new logo and everything. A lot of fun. All right. Studies say, studies say a brand new shirt improves your chance of uh, getting ass in that bowling alley you go to every day. Right. That's right. Right. Old Susie on uh, the uh, flamethrowers or whatever yeah. the fucking bowling yeah. team there on lane 12, No, on lane right. 12, <laughs> definitely scoping that new SGPN yeah. shirt. So there you go. All right. At the Colby D give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And the sports gambling podcast is on Twitter at the SGP network. All right, guys, this is the college football experience. Army black night preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.